This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Right now, that time, 817, you're tuned to WGNS again on this Tuesday morning, today, the 18th of April. And with us from the Rutherford County Library System this morning, we have Garrett Crowell, who works at the Limeball Library in downtown Murfreesboro. How are you today? Good, Scott. How are you doing? I'm good. So what's what's new in the world of library? Well, we're coming out of our 75th anniversary, which we celebrated on the first of this month. Uh, we had a big to-do over at the library that were had you know the cake and the balloons and the stories about the library and everything. Uh, a bunch of our board members were in attendance, and a whole bunch of uh, patrons came out and filled it up. Uh, we had our director, Rita Shacklett, the branch manager, Carol Gaddis, uh, Vice Mayor Shacklett, County Mayor Joe Carr showed up, and the new Tennessee State Librarian and Archivist, Jamie Ritter, was there, and they all spoke to the crowd. Uh, kind of celebrated the 75 years of the library. Um, we've got a new book out about the library's history by uh, one of our employees, Lisa Ramsey. She's put that together. Um, and so we had a lot, we felt we had a lot to celebrate. And so the 75th anniversary is like a thing that we're, there's some stickers around and some uh, some little cards for you to fill out your favorite library in memory. We're going to be spotlighting that for a little bit, a little time to come. So you've been with the library since day one, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm 78 <laughs> years old. No, uh, I've only been there the last nine years, but yeah. But that's cool. 75 years, and I know that the history of the library is interesting because they started in a house, I believe, on right. East Main or so. And because of a letter to the newspaper that was a little bit snarky, like our, you know, our community needs to have more access to books and uh, the gentleman from Florida uh, wanted it named after his mother. That's why it's called Limebaugh, because his mother's name was Maddie Limebaugh. And he contributed $5,000 based on a newspaper column uh, written by Robert Newsom that was in the paper that you know lamented the lack of library system in the, in the county. So back then, was that when the library functioned out of a house? Or this was, like, was that the start of it? That was the start of it. Okay. After the letter and the bequeathment from Florida, it was in the house and then it moved from the house to another building to then what is currently the art center yeah and yep. then to the building that's in now in 93 now i remember going to the center for the arts building when it was a library because that prior to it being a library was a post office right yeah so, but interesting and they had to do a lot of renovations to make that work as a library apparently they did renovations <clears throat> excuse me did renovations and then moved in and then had to do another round of renovations wow and they uh used the basement in there i think that was the kids area. it was they moved the kids section down there because it had outgrown the rest of the floor and, and it was it was a cool building i guess just because of the fact that it used to be a u.s post office it, it was one of those very sturdy concrete yeah. buildings i thought it had a marble floor i think it did and it also had some part of what was interesting about it is the reason that we eventually ended up moving out of it some interesting architectural features that were cool for it being the age it was and it being a post office but not so conducive to having big public spaces yeah they had the uh, catwalks up, right. up in, in the roof area well and ideally you don't want all your kids in the basement either you know, yeah it's nice to have a little sunlight when you're having story time <laughs> and it's, it's kind of hard to get out of the uh, basement if there's right. a fire or something yeah yeah i can imagine but but yeah that a lot of cool history there with the library and it's interesting that it, it got its kickoff because of a, a snarky opinion piece in the newspaper yeah it was interesting to me reading through uh lisa's book that the library seems like it's kind of had a little bit of contention baked in from the beginning where it starts off with that letter and then they wanted to move it at one point over to where central magnet is now 
And that immediately prompted a petition from the people in the neighborhood saying they didn't want the library there due to traffic and other concerns, which then prompted a counter petition from more people who said that they did want it there. Nevertheless, ended up not going there, obviously, because Central Magna is there now. But it just seems like the people of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County have always been really passionate in one direction or another about the future of their library. (laughs) That's wild. And then you look back at that same period of time, for Nashville, and I think they already had two library locations yeah. back then. I mean, yeah, I think that, I mean, it just probably a, a wider spread area and a little bit more filtering of you know, the metropolitan area into the, the public thinking. And of course, Rutherford County was a lot smaller 75 oh, yeah. years ago. Absolutely. I mean, you figure Holden's hardware is a year older than we are. Yeah. So that, the library wild. system had come along, you know, early in the process, but still well after a lot of the other development. It's pretty cool. And, you know, there's there's not a lot of businesses in town that are 75-plus years old. You know, you, you've got, like, Holden Hardware, right. the radio station, and uh, Bell Jewelers, and then Roscoe Brown. And, and, and I'm trying to I think. That's all I can think of. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's not a lot of places that have that kind of continuity. So it, It's neat, though, that the library has that history, and, and you're able to look back at it. And I'm sure some of that is on microfilm. It's documented on microfilm, the history of the library itself. Quite a bit, yeah. A lot of the resources that Lisa used to do her book were, I'm sure, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, but I'm sure were taken from the microfilm, and a lot of the microfilm was given to libraries around the state during the uh, 1996, um, I forgot what it's called, when they had the celebration of Tennessee's uh, bicentennial. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I guess it was, homecoming was 86. I don't know what 96 was. Um, But yeah, so when they did that, they gave a lot of microfilm out to a lot of the libraries in the state. And some of our history is on that. And because we had so much of that local history to draw from, we actually, the memory cards, which we still have at the desk, we're encouraging our patrons to come in and write their own little personal memories and contribute those to us. We're going to continue to keep those and hold on to them. But we did already have a raffle. Uh, for Library Week with the first ones that we got. And one of our patrons, uh, Susan Gully, won a really nice big gift basket from Country Gourmet. So I want to give them a shout out while I'm here. Uh, it was this huge, like, it was a basket that would grab your attention. It was like four and a half feet tall. And so she wrote a memory and she was picked randomly from the raffle and she won that. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, but 75 years of history and speaking of history, you can do a lot of research on history at the library and uh, everything from your family background to history of different businesses that have been in Murfreesboro. It's true. We actually have the, it's our, I guess it's our newest branch, the HRC, which used to be the genealogical and history room that was at Limeball moved out and is now on uh, rice road. It's right there next to where uh, Moab and the Mac gym is. Uh, so it's like that feeder road that comes into the side of the strip mall. It's right there in that building. And you know, that's only going to grow as well because right. As we continue to age, we're going to need more room for for documents, for computers, I guess. I have a feeling these things will only be limited by space, either be it physical or virtual. Yeah, as long as we keep acquiring history and materials, we're going to need spaces to put them. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I guess at some point, a lot of this stuff is going to be moved to cloud storage, um, I, I would think. A lot of it will be virtual storage, but we also want to there are some physical materials you just want to hold on to if for no other reason than as a backup 
are you working with the uh, the county courthouse with that new museum? Are, are they coming to you, or are they mainly, I guess, going to the genealogy location? I guess they're mostly working with the HRC because okay. that's that's well that's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> so what what else is happening at the library? Because Library Week is what that starts. Next, next week. Next week. Yeah. Okay. So you've got Earth Day, which is this weekend, and we will have a booth at Earth Day. Um, the tech, Kathleen Tyree over at the tech, is going to be running our Earth Day booth. Uh, so we'll either be in the square or at Sportscom, from what I heard before I got here. Um, so we're doing that. And then next week, it starts Library Week, and we'll have activities at the library of some form or another for the whole week. Um, on Monday, if you come in the library, there's going to be popcorn. Um, on Tuesday, Tuesday is library workers day. So come in and be nice to your favorite library worker. Um, you should all take the day off that day. I mean, it seems like that would be the nicest thing, but, uh, no, we want to, you have to have somebody there. Um, Wednesday is fun for the kids. We're going to have a youth services, uh, area thing that we're doing for kids. Thursday is free coffee that for patrons. So just love is sponsoring that. And if people come in, they can get free coffee during the day all day. So get, you know, jazzed up and try to be quiet in the library. Um, and then Friday, we're having a bingo game in our conference room at 11 a.m., and there will be some prizes for that. Uh, we're also going to be doing a golden ticket prize. My Carol, my boss, like came Willy up with Wonka this. here. Exactly That's like Willy Wonka. So in one of the books, one of the videos, and one of the audio books in various sections of the library, there's going to be a golden ticket. And if somebody checks that material out and brings it to the desk, they'll win a prize. Uh, I don't have a lot of other detail about that because I think it's supposed to be shrouded in secrecy for fun on purpose. So you'll have to come into the library and or check out the website to find out more about that. Now, I'm thinking, how many thousands of books do you all have? That's an interesting question because that's another pro another contest we're doing. If you can come in and correctly guess uh -oh. how many books we have, then we're going to award a prize for whoever gets closest to that. So, so the, the golden ticket itself, if it's in one of your mega thousand books, I know, yeah. how are you going to figure it out? I have no idea. This is like Carol's brainchild. I think it's a cool idea, but I could, don't have any insight as to how you would cheat the system. So maybe found in a couple of years. We don't know. It's going to be luck of the draw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if we go the <laughs> week and nobody finds it, I'm not sure what happens then. But yeah, she ought to hide it in a book that nobody even looks at, you know, like a dictionary <laughs> or, or something. Or something that you want people to check out that they never do, you know, like histories of Murfreesboro or maybe some fiction that nobody's read in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just something. But yeah. the golden ticket. And, and there'll uh, be more than one. There'll be more than one golden ticket. They're more gonna, than one. Okay. Because yep, she's trying to get people to not only go into the books, but also the videos and audio books and other kinds of materials. So you can't just get the one and assume it's over. Just like Willy Wonka. There's, and there's more than one. I guess unlike Willy Wonka, you won't have a scary tour of the factory of the library. I mean, I could maybe be convinced to give a scary tour, but <laughs> not, you know, they'd have to pay me extra for that. I, I was always, when I was a kid and first saw the original Willy Wonka, it was kind of scary. Yeah, there's definitely that, that, that a couple of scenes in it, I think were designed to be scary on purpose. Yeah. Like the, the scene with them in a the boat where they're racing through that tunnel, I think. That's right. Then the poor kid blows up like a blueberry. Yeah. Yeah. And then one kid gets sucked down a pipe. Hopefully none of that will happen. We're not going to have that at the library. Here. Yeah. But that is all taking place next week. Right. You just stop by, enter, and uh, search for the golden ticket. Right. Tickets. Check something out. Maybe it'll have a golden ticket in it. Definitely take a guess at how many books we have. I'm going to write several on a card and put that in, and hopefully that'll be close. Uh, but no, I mean, we're going to be having stuff going on all week, so definitely come in and check it out. That that would be a, a tough thing to guess, the number of books, because are you also guessing the number of books that are not 
currently in circulation that are you know behind the scenes in the in the closet or something no i'm i'm gonna say that it's probably like the number and, I, and she does say books so i'm gonna say that it's probably books that are available and evident to the eye um i think you know the the question would be trying to figure out how to estimate how, how many books are on a shelf especially when you start thinking about the kids easy section where the books are you know less than a quarter of an inch wide and there's a hundred of them jammed in on one space i don't know if I don't know if we'll actually have people counting, I I'm looking forward to the, the maybe the fun little low grade chaos that ensues from people That's trying to right. count our inventory. Now you guys do inventory anyway, so you yeah. know pretty much exactly how many are there unless mm-hmm. somebody sneaks in and adds a few to the shelves. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I mean we have not only do we have reports that we can run that will tell us how many items we have, which is the boring version of this answer, but we also have like on a regular basis we'll take somebody in a laptop into a section we're doing it in our youth services area right now and inventory every item that's there and it gives us an excuse to lay hands on it and make sure that it's in good shape and has circulated recently and it doesn't need to be weeded in favor of a, a better brighter copy that we go but you know buy or whatever so yeah there's inventories that we do just like a retail establishment on a regular basis and then also reports we can run that kind of when those two things line up that's when you're golden you know i just randomly thought about this do you remember the old seinfeld edition where the uh they they had a guy who worked at the library he was like the library investigator (laughs) went out searching for people who people who had overdue books yeah Yeah. you you could have a uh i don't know a true crime library story of the week (laughs) Have you ever had anybody like sneak in their their books? Oh yeah, when we we don't charge fines anymore. But back when we charged fines, that used to happen all the time. People would have things that were terrifically overdue, and they would just like sneak them back into the library. Then they would come up to the desk, and you know, oh, I have an overdue book. It says, and then they would go miraculously find it on the shelf. I was like, but it's right here. <laughs> I, I wonder you, how that could have happened. Yeah. How do you address? Astonishing. That? Uh, That's you, great, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you kind of have to let it go, but. I'm not going to stand there and argue about reality with somebody at the desk. Uh, what What about the folks who always wanted to be an author, and then they write their own book, and they publish it themselves, then they put it in on one of the bookshelves? You they read? mostly do that above board now, because oh, we good. have a local author section that we can put those things in. So yeah, we'll get people who will come up to the desk on a pretty regular basis, and they'll have their, their self-published book, and those things obviously vary in quality to a great degree, and a lot of them are fun, and we try to put those out when we can. They probably sign the books they... I think we get a few signed copies, yeah. I mean, the ones that I think do the best are the ones where they can do an author signing in the building, Yeah, and we host those on a pretty regular basis, too, where somebody will just kind of sit with their book for the course of a whole day, and then they get to not only sign copies and sell them but talk it up and explain why they wrote it what it's about that sort of thing that could turn into a long day if that person doesn't know anybody that's true yeah if they don't have any friends that stop by yeah so all this going on at the library not the random people coming in who uh, want to be authors but <laughs> besides that everything else the counting of the books the figuring out the number and the golden ticket popcorn all of that and happening. coffee bingo yeah how how are you going to do bingo with the uh, library voice um, with the library voice? Oh, Very you mean quietly? like how to, So it's in the conference room, yeah. Okay. So we'll close the door and hopefully nobody will hear us actually calling out numbers and such. You know, in this day and age, though, it's hard to be totally quiet in the library, especially when it comes to looking up stuff online because if they play YouTube videos, yeah. folks around them are going to hear it. So We don't even really expect that anymore. Like total okay. quiet in the library. We don't have the lady who shushes you in the, or the hair in a bun when you come in anymore. So it's not like um, the high school days where no. you got in trouble. No, you got your quiet spaces. Like there's some studying spaces and some tutoring spaces where the general expectation is, is that people will be quieter because there's kids in there after school who are trying to learn higher math and 
I wouldn't want to do that. It's like being kicked in the head. So, I mean, having those spaces be quiet, I think, is reasonable. And uh, people upstairs who are on computers looking at YouTube videos, we encourage headphones as much as we can. But we know there's going to be conversation. We know there's going to be video watching. There's just things that... There's just things that make noise. Yeah. And high school math these days is a totally different level of high school math from when I was in school. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I don't have to think too much about that. I have a wife who's an educator, so I don't, yeah. Yeah. Some of these kids should be coming out with college degrees. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a little intense on what they learn these I, days. I'd love to help you with your homework, but I can't. Let me get a professional. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Let me find a neighbor or something who's a professor. It's right. Also coming up, the ninth annual free comic book day, May that, the 6th. That's my baby. Yeah. You know, is that... Ian Murphy's bro only or Smyrna? Where where is that going to be? I've heard. Yeah, I know you've got a spot coming up for Smyrna's version of it. That's Every right. branch does their own version of it. Um, so it started at the big branch, Limebaugh, and um, we usually get between two hundred and maybe twelve hundred people at that event. Sometimes, uh, again, my estimates of how many people we're going to get are completely skewed by the last couple of years of COVID interruptions and whatever. That's true. Uh, but we do the free comic books, just like everybody else does. Every branch is going to have some level of free comic books to give away, um, and we run movies all day long. We do music and we do games and prizes. Um, we're going to run four Marvel movies back to actually Marvel and DC movies. Excuse me, back to back in our club room. Um, we get the free comics, the whole system does, from our partner in community literacy, a Great Escape, here in the borough, uh, right down Broad Street from here. So every library branch is going to have some version of free comic books right. on the same day, May 6th? Yep. You can go into any branch on the 6th, and you can get a, at least one free comic, if not a whole bag of them, depending on what branch you're at. Obviously, you know the, the tech in Eagleville probably keep a smaller supply than do you know us in Smyrna and MGL. But, yeah, anywhere you go, you'll be able to get something. And I was reading a little bit more about comic books, you know, first appearing in America, 1929 or right. something. So you won't have any of those 1929 editions, will you? No, those are hard to get your hands on, and you probably wouldn't want to give them away free. That's right. Um, but we will have um, some older stuff that we've been given over. People hear they hear me on WGNS, and they hear me kind of talking about this elsewhere, and they'll bring me their older stuff to give away. And while a lot of it is not... I want to say it's not worth anything. I'm going to put that in quotes because it's worth something to somebody. It doesn't have a tremendous monetary value. There's somebody who's going to want a comic from the 80s or 90s that I can give away on free comic book day. Yeah. Uh, I had a library in Fentress County, another library that I was just talking to the librarian there. And they came by a whole bunch of like graphic novels, the thicker bound copies of comics. And it was just multiple copies of the same thing. There's some Electra and some Deadpool and some Captain Marvel in there. And they didn't really have anything to do with them. So I have those. I'm going to give those away on Free Comic Book Day. You know, and, and there's also that group of folks out there who want to get something from the year they were born. You know, right. in, in 1980, you'd be over 40 now. Right. It's hard to believe how much time flies by these days. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of folks out there who, who look for things on the year they were born to kind of collect and, sure. and hold on to. Well, and just even if it's just things they remember, I want that because I once held it in my hand. I'm going to get another copy of it. Well, there's a lot of that, too, I think. And that Definitely. collector's gene has different forms that it takes. And, and I see prizes from local sponsors given out all day. And I know yeah. you mentioned the uh, the escape room. They're helping out with something. Um, we've got the escape room borough. Uh, Century 21 Music is going to be, they gave us a gift certificate to give away. Uh, Jack Brown's up here on the square. Uh, Premier Six Movie Theater, they're giving us some movie passes to give away. 
uh, the Axe and Smash that's over here, um, you know, on Broad Street, uh, has given us a very large, a two hundred fifty dollars gift certificate to give away that day. So uh, no axes though in the no, they're not giving library. me any, any weapons to get rid of. But they do have a rage room that apparently you can go and use where you can destroy things and take your societal frustrations out on inanimate objects. I've heard about those rooms yeah. in other areas. I didn't know we had one here. It might be good to get them on and talk about it. That's something I'd like to find out more about, too. tear stuff up. <laughs> Turn your studio into a <laughs> rage right. room. And then uh, Phaser Craze. Phaser Craze is also giving us some passes. Yeah. Is that like Laser Tag? Yeah, it's over there on uh, River Rock. Okay, where Outlets Mall used to be, Verizon Wireless is now exactly that it's area. that big parking lot. They share that, and yeah, you over there. I think what they gave us was a twenty-five dollar gift certificate, which, if I remember, would get you and maybe a friend in to shoot at each other for a little while. So mm. sounds yeah. like a good time, right? Sure, there. yeah. I mean, <laughs> this year's prizes are a lot of fun so far. I'm really pleased with them. Again, Garrett Crowell with us this morning, library circulation manager, and you're actually at the Lion Ball Library, right? That's your home base? Correct. Yeah. Okay. If you wanted to come in and ask me about this, come to the front desk and ask for me. Now, you being a circulation manager, do you know how many books are in the library? I can find out very quickly, yeah. So, I'm not so going to tell you. Unfair advantage there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to play. <laughs> we got to take a short break, and we're going to check on the traffic, and then we will be right back. Time right now, 837 Stay with us. More news and information on the library is coming up. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Good morning. We've seen a couple of wrecks around town right now. What we're seeing is heavy traffic out here in a couple of spots like Briley Parkway southbound. It's been running slow over there around Ashland City Highway. It's still slow uh, 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Heavy but moving over around the airport coming through Hermitage, Donaldson. All that traffic coming in right now from Wilson County arriving in that area. Snapdragon Hemp serving up lab-tested top shelf. Hemp products, edibles, flowers, concentrates. They've got it all. Check out this website today at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. We have a larger selection than any of the other big box stores. Much better prices. Uh, selection is wonderful from keyboards, drums, guitars, ukuleles are big this year. We also have lighting. This is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. Come down and look around. We have what you need. Music World and Drummer's Den is located at 2762 South Church Street, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. CBS News Brief. Just in, a court in Moscow is upholding the detention of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich on spying charges. He appeared in court in a glass cage to appeal his detention today. Here in the U.S., an 84-year-old white man in Missouri has been charged with two felony counts, assault in the first degree and armed criminal action after allegedly firing at a black teenager who rang his doorbell by mistake. CBS's Matt Piper. Jarl, who's 16 and was in the school band, was shot in the head and arm, but did survive. Neighbors are outraged at how it all transpired. Nobody should be harmed, shot at, or killed because they ring a doorbell. A grand jury in Ohio's voted not to indict eight police officers who fired more than 90 rounds into Jalen Walker, a black driver who tried to run away after an attempted traffic stop. Akron Police Chief Steve Milet. The jurors ultimately determined that our officers did not commit a crime when they encountered Mr. Walker. CBS News Brief. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Does your home need freshening up? Let our family at Fair Construction help you. We do painting, new flooring, anything that you need. 
If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Fair Construction offers high quality craftsmanship, quick response, and attention to detail. For home restoration at a price you can afford, Fair Construction can get the job done no matter how big or small it is. I'm Ron Hall, shop local. Let our family business help you, Fair Construction Company. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We'll see mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon, a high of 80 degrees. Southwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 43. There are places where people talk, and then there are places that people talk about. News Radio WGNS is both on air, online, and on the phone. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.42, you're listening to WGNS again on this Tuesday morning, today the 18th of April. And we're getting updates on everything happening at the local library system. New things coming, changes. Uh, well, Garrett, did we talk about any changes coming to the library? Um, I don't think we talked about anything that's changing recently. I mean, we've got some stuff that's in the works, but nothing I can really go into a lot of detail on right now. We're kind of focused up on the anniversary stuff, library week, Earth Day, and then big free comic book day event. And of course, that leads us into summer reading, which you're going to be getting folks in closer to that event to hear from them about so so with summer reading are, are they doing a, a contest like they've done in the past they're yeah they're going to do all the same things that they always do and like kind of the i don't know just to get a whole bunch of people in there and do the various story times and contests and reading logs and yeah we'll have a whole bunch of people in the library all summer and and the summer reading events they do they're different events for all ages yeah i mean they've got on older kids and younger kids, they try to tailor the programming to the people who will appreciate it the most. And again, that does vary branch by branch. So it's worth checking out all of our branches to see what they've got going on. Now, going back to the comic books, I know we were talking about how every branch has their own little <laughs> giveaway mechanism, but it is May the 6th, and you were saying you're, you can stop by any of these branches roughly between... 10 a.m. and 6 p.m.? Um, 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. I think everybody closes that day at 5. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll open at 9, and the comics will be ready probably at 10. We'll start programming, though. We might start our first movie at 9 o'clock, and we just kind of slowly ramp into it. Um, every branch does it their own way. So I would think, you know, between 9 and 10, you're pretty safe to have already stuff going on. And we do things until we run out. So we give away comics until we run out of comics. So I say 4 as the time that it's basically over. But if we still have comics to give away, we'll still have them out on the table for people to get. Now, artist table, that's going on, uh, I guess, May the 6th week? Or, yeah. Or uh, so that, that day, we have a lot of other things that will be happening. Uh, the artist table will have Rick and Mike. 
and uh, Rick and Mike are both artists who happen to work for the system and they will come in and they will draw things within reason. I'm, I'm going to stress within reason on demand for anybody who comes in and asks, they're going to be sitting at a table with pencil eraser and paper. And like, if you want to get yourself done as a superhero, I've seen them do that. Um, I've seen them draw favorite characters like superheroes and Pokemon and pop culture, whatever's, um, so yeah, that's what they'll sit and do all day long. And they work for the library, actually. Uh, yeah, Rick is the night supervisor, and Mike is the book, one of the bookmobile drivers. Now, how late are y'all open at night? Um, during the week, we're open from Monday through Thursday until nine o'clock. Wow, so yeah, the, like after club atmosphere. That's almost. right. Yeah, line ball by night. Um, <laughs> you get uh, a whole different shift of people come in around four or five o'clock. And we pass things off, hand the baton off to them, and then they run the library until nine. So do you still have a lot of school students who come in there to do school projects or are kids like that mainly doing stuff online? What What's the, the age group like? We get both of those. We get kids who come in to do projects at the library, but we also get kids who come in to be online at the library. Um, so, yeah, we get a fair group of people who are... Like we get some independent study people. I know and we also get people who are working with tutors, but then there's also groups of people like the girl scouts and, uh, you know, <clears throat> groups of, uh, like book groups and things that'll come in. And those are skew younger as well. Now, now I know you mentioned, uh, tutoring going on at the yep. library a couple of times. So if a, a parent out there listening is looking for a tutor for their child and, and math and literature, whatever it may be, is that something they can line up through the library or how do they do that? They would have to contact a school for that. We okay. don't actually have tutors that we work with personally. We just have people that we make space for. Just a good place to meet for That's tutoring. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, just not handing them out for free. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so anyway, I think we covered just about everything happening over the next couple of weeks at least. So the only other thing I would mention real quick is the community comics project. If people come in on free comic book day, there's a it's almost like a clothesline with clips on it and the, I've got panels that have been designed by uh, some uh, people of all ages in the community and they're like one panel of a comic and you can come in and rearrange it and make it tell whatever story you want. So you can do that throughout the day? Yep, it's going to be interactive and we had it last year and it was a big hit so I'm going to do that again this year. So that'll be fun yeah. and that that's going on again on March or rather May 6th? May 6th all day long. Okay. And again, with us this morning, Garrett Crowell from the local library system, the Rutherford County Library System. And I know we've heard talks in the past about new branches possibly being a thing in Murfreesboro at different locations. Have you got any updates on anything? I like don't. That? You and I talk about that, I feel like, almost every time I'm here. And I was I was waiting for the question this time. I feel time. like I'm required to ask. I guys. understand. Yeah. No, I don't have – I have not heard any new talk about that recently. So who knows? Maybe right. next time you come. Uh, the thing that I would prep for is that sometime over the summer, you will be seeing a new bookmobile take the streets. I, I've heard about that. It is It's already been purchased, so yeah. it's – it's getting ready to go. I, guess. I have had um, email conversations over the past week, picking out interior stuff and awning colors, and I'm supposed to be designing a graphics package right now. So oh, it's, cool. that's where we're at with it. Well, coming up next, we're going to learn even more about different events happening at the library. So we will head to this podcast that was actually made in the library. That's right. Right here, uh, right now. <laughs> Hello from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county and what's going on at your library system. Select staff of the Rutherford County Library System recently participated in the Tennessee Library Association's annual Legislative Day event on April 4th in Nashville. 
Legislative Day allows for librarians to have their voices heard by visiting state congresspeople and other lawmakers in person, and to raise awareness of all the resources, events, and programming that libraries contribute to Tennessee state residents. Staff also spoke about the Technology Engagement Center as Tennessee's first shelfless library and how the center's makerspace and programs contribute to digital literacy for rural, urban, and underprivileged library patrons in Rutherford County. Legislators were also invited to attend the upcoming fifth anniversary of the Technology Engagement Center's opening on July 17, 2023. And don't forget, Rutherford County Library System now offers the Canopy streaming service for all RCLS cardholders in 2023. Due to the generous support of Friends of Limeball Library, you can access Canopy, the best video streaming service for quality, thoughtful entertainment, through our library system. To enjoy the diverse collection of films, download the Canopy app at canopy.com or rcltn.org. All you need is your Rutherford County Library System card number. Now, let's hear from Limeball Youth Services. This is Katie Turner, Youth Services Coordinator at Lineball Public Library. And this is Emily Garrett, Youth Services Assistant at Lineball. We've finished our story time travels around the world. It was such a blast to focus on different countries each week and to see the kids fill their passports with stamps and stickers. Weekly story times in many of Lineball's programs are on pause for the next few weeks while we get ready for our summer reading program. Until then, we have extra events with community partners like Love Learning Music, the Imagination Library, and a new outreach story time at Barnes & Noble. All of Lineboss Clubs will continue their regular meetings in April and May. The Youth Magic Club, Lego Junior Club, Girls Who Code Club, and Reading Pause program can all be found on our website calendar or on our Library Systems Facebook page. We also have parties planned in May. For those young readers who've completed the Thousand Books Before Kindergarten program with Lineball Library, be looking for a mailed invitation to our Thousand Books party. We'll have cupcakes and a brand new book for your child to check out. And for our older kids, be on the lookout for a series of Nintendo Switch tournaments to be held in Limeball's clubroom. To celebrate the release of the new Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom game, we'll be playing Zelda games all afternoon on Friday, May 12th. Our summer reading kickoff party is scheduled for Tuesday, May 30th, right after Memorial Day. This year's theme, I feel like we need a drum roll, is All Together Now. We'll be focusing on friendship, kindness, and community. We have lots of great performers lined up to help us celebrate. I'm excited that the International Folk Fest dancers will be returning for the first time since the pandemic. Limeball Library will host the dancers from Poland on Tuesday, June 6th. I can't wait. I'm excited to see the special show Mr. Bond's Science Guys have put together for this year. It's called All Together Now, an Electromagnetic Adventure. Registration for the summer reading program begins Tuesday, May 23rd. You can sign up at your local branch or online using the Read Squared program. For more information about any of Limeball Library's programs, please contact 615-893-4131, extension 114, visit our Youth Services page at rclstn.org, or follow us for all of our events on the RCLS Facebook page. We hope to see you soon at Limeball!
We're broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. Rutherford County's 22nd annual Earth Day celebration is this Saturday from 10 to 2. It'll be on the Murfreesboro Square. Check out the Kids Zone with hands-on activities and games. Free fun for the whole family April 22nd this Saturday on the local square. WGNS, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Attention all puzzle enthusiasts, Lineball Library is inviting you to come check out our new puzzle exchange program. We have collected a large selection of puzzles and we're encouraging people to come in and get one, take it home, complete it, and bring it back. We want to give new life to puzzles that our patrons have completed and circulate these puzzles for everyone to enjoy. If you have puzzles you'd like to donate, please bring them in and swap them out for new ones. We want this to be a fun and dynamic exchange for puzzlers of all ages. You can find the puzzles near the elevator on the first floor. The Lineball Library Puzzle Exchange Program. Come in and ask about it, or just come in and get a puzzle to take home. Hello listeners, this is Ginger Graves, Branch Manager of the Smyrna Public Library. To parents of young readers out there, I am positive that your child would love to participate in Tales to Tales at the Smyrna Public Library. Smyrna Library's Thursday afternoon program is perfect for new readers to help build their confidence as they read a tale or story aloud to a certified therapy dog, which of course has a tale of its own. Call the Smyrna Public Library at 615-459-4884 to reserve your young reader a 10-minute session to read to one of three therapy dogs, either General, Maggie, or Rosie. We're sure that tails will be wagging when your child arrives to this program at the Smyrna Library. All comic book fans are invited to visit Smyrna Public Library on Saturday, May 6th, for free comic book day. That's right, come to the Smyrna Library at 400 Enon Springs Road West in Smyrna to pick up your free comic book. You can also stay a while at the library and enjoy watching a Marvel movie and eat free popcorn with us in the conference room. The Smyrna librarians are so excited to share the love of literacy with you and free comic books too. We'll see you on Saturday, May 6th for free comic book day. Hello, my name is Antoinette Van Zelm, and I would like to invite you to become a member of the Friends of Linebaugh Library. For 40 years, the Friends organization has been supporting our local libraries by sponsoring programming, helping with the purchase of equipment and technology, and recognizing the staff for a job well done. In 2021, despite the pandemic, we raised more than $31,000 for Linebaugh Library, the Myrtle Glanton Lord Library at Patterson Park, and the new Technology Engagement Center, all of which are part of the Rutherford County Library System. Our funds supported the summer and winter reading programs, the Pen Pals program that brings children's book authors to schools, and the popular Bookmobile, just to name a few. To support the libraries, we raise funds through membership dues and through book sales at our bookstore at Linebaugh Library and on eBay. We have eight different membership levels, including a brand new educator's membership for $15 a year. All memberships are annual, except for our lifetime memberships. To join at any level, email us at follintheborough at gmail.com, and we will get you a membership brochure, or simply come into the library and get one from the circulation desk. Once you join, you will receive our quarterly e-newsletter, 
access to two members-only book sales each year, and an invitation to our annual local author event. Plus, you will have the satisfaction of advocating for literacy and promoting a love of reading in our community. Be sure to follow Friends of Limebaugh Library on Facebook for information about our book sales and to learn more about our ever-increasing eBay sales. We look forward to your support. This is Kevin Robertson with news from the Technology Engagement Center, the shelfless branch of the Rutherford County Library System. Join us for Books and Brews, our new outreach book club at Brasshorn Coffee Roasters on West Lytle Street, just off the square, tonight, April 19th at 5.30 p.m. We will be discussing the book Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Tashikazu Kawaguchi, which is available in our collection online with the Libby app. And if you can't make it tonight, be sure to make plans to come next time as the event is planned for once a month. Sponsored and conducted by the Rutherford County Library System's Technology Engagement Center. Tinker Tech, which offers STEM activities for kids age 6 and up, will meet Thursday, April 20th at 11.30 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Tinker Tech occurs on the first and third Thursday of every month. And don't forget to stop by our booth on the square for Earth Day this Saturday, April 22nd. Stop by, say hi, find out more about the tech and our new seed library. Next week is National Library Week, so stop by the tech for a visit and be sure to visit all the branches of your library system. On Monday, April 24th, come to the tech for our maker class. This month we are exploring embroidery. Sign up is required on our website and is for ages 13 and up. The Technology Engagement Center is located at 306 Minerva Drive in Murfreesboro, next door to Hopgood School. We hope to see you there. The Rutherford County Library System comprises six branches in a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, the Technology Engagement Center, and the newly opened Historical Research Center. And remember, all RCLS events are free and open to the public unless otherwise stated. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. For a list of everything heard here today and for more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org. Talk with the police chief, the mayor, and other local leaders about issues that concern you. The Action Line with Bart Walker, weekdays at 810 on WGNS. We'll see mostly sunny skies here for this afternoon, a high of 80 degrees. Southwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 43. Good morning. We've seen a couple of wrecks around town right now. What we're seeing is heavy traffic out here in a couple of spots like Briley Parkway southbound. It's been running slow over there around Ashland City Highway. It's still slowed uh, 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Heavy but moving over around the airport. Coming through Hermitage, Donaldson. All that traffic coming in right now from Wilson County arriving in that area. Snapdragon Hemp. Serving up lab-tested top shelf. Hemp products, edibles, flowers, concentrates. They've got it all. Check out this website today at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us.